Abby stared into the cold, hard depths of the hairdresser's mirror. She was sure she could see fresh lines fanning out around her eyes. Hitting 40 had been the start of the slide, definitely. Since then, unbelievably two years ago, she felt her entire face had gone to pot. Beside her, Charisse, who thought Abby looked even more attractive in reality than she did on television, gazed critically at Abby's newly cut hair. Do you like it? Cherise was anxious for some feedback. Thanks, Cherise, it's lovely, Abby said kindly. Abby was kind to everyone. That, said her producer on Declutter, Your Home and Your Life, was a huge part of her charm and the key to her success. It wasn't fake kindness, it was the real thing, and in just two seasons, Abby Barton had been transformed from a mum with a part-time business into a TV hotshot. She still felt the same underneath, though. Fame is transient. Lack of self-confidence lasts forever, she joked, making everyone crack up with laughter. No one could ever say it's gone to your head, her husband Tom said occasionally. Huge praise from him. Tom had unruly dark hair streaked with grey, a narrow, clever-looking face, rimless glasses, and an elongated frame from never giving in to either the biscuit tin or too many glasses of wine. There was a distinct Puritan streak in him that made him perfect deputy headmaster material, but also deeply disapproving of people who lost sight of aesthetic values. If Tom were given the slightest clue to how much today's jaunt to Janney's had cost, he'd be scathing about the waste of money. Money was a bit of a sore subject in the Barton household these days. Abby had imagined that her new comparative wealth would make their lives much easier. Instead, in some ways, it had made them more difficult, mainly because of Tom's vision of himself as head of the household and breadwinner. Despite her increased workload, Abby still did all the shopping and laundry, an arrangement that was beginning to grate. And like many men, Tom did not feel comfortable about his wife earning more than he did. Outside Janney's, Abby opened the driver's door of her glossy black four-wheel drive. Its purchase had almost started a war in the Barton household, and swung herself into the seat. Her hair had turned out well, she thought, glancing critically in the rearview mirror. The strands of rich chestnut really brought out the sea-green tints in her eyes. As she drove out of the city, her mood lifted. It was a lovely March day with the promise of summer in the air. Banks of daffodils brightened the edges of the motorway, and between clouds above, the gently rolling hills that surrounded Cork City, snatches of Lean sky could be seen. Abby took the road to Dunmore, a tiny harbour town nestling on the outskirts of Cork, though now the city was reaching out towards it. But it was still a perfectly self-contained place with its own banks, shops, industries, and a strong sense of community among the 5,000 residents. It was six months since the Barton family had moved here, and Abby loved it. She never drove through the pretty, well-maintained town centre without feeling a surge of gratitude that little Annie Costello of the Cottages, a pinched line of council houses in a country town many miles from Cork, had made it so far in life.